I'm Liz. And I'm Marie. And this is Mock It, a podcast from MetroStar, where we take a deep dive into UX design, trending design topics, and making our work transform this government. Let's get started. So today we have a really fun episode for you. We will be talking about forecasting the 2022 culture trends. And we have a special guest with us, Karen. If you want to take a second to, or a couple minutes, however long, to introduce yourself and let um, our listeners get to know you. Hi, I'm Karen Laurie. I've been with MetroStar for about three months, um, but I'm a return employee. I was here probably about five years ago. It's much different this time, huh? Right. From five years ago, you got to return in person and now to the remote return. Yes, Um, totally different, um, but still exciting. Um, I'm still doing the same thing, trying to help the employees trying to build the morale, um, seeing when you're a remote, it's a little hard and you feel that sometimes you don't feel connected. And I'm trying to come up with ideas to bring the employees in to make them feel connected without actually physically being here. Awesome. And um, for for those uh, listening, could you tell us a little bit about your role, maybe your title, just so people get to know you like we know you? Okay. I'm the senior um, people and culture manager and my job is basically all things HR. I handle, unfortunately, I hate to say it first, but employee relations issues. Or if you have, if an employee need help, um, I can provide you information on benefits. Um, if you're looking for ways to increase your work, I can work with you with getting in touch with the right people to explore different avenues of how you can grow. Awesome. All right. So um, would you take a minute or um, or so to describe your journey of nav- navigating as a remote, like remote work as an, an HR professional? As Marie mentioned, it's definitely probably very different the last couple of years. Yes, it definitely is, has been different. Um, the good part is because we're an IT company, it's really easy because we do everything online anyway, um, all the way down to the onboarding and offboarding, you name it, we do it online. So you don't physically have to be here. And I find that a lot of employees enjoy that more because they have that work-life balance and we can work around their schedules a lot easier being remote. How does um, getting uh, employees like their gear Right. Like we have um, computers issued from Metro Star. Um, that's all I have. But I don't know for other individuals what they might need. We have been um, sending that out through FedEx mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, our IT team has been handling most of that, um, whether that be a laptop or um, monitors, because I where since I'm here, I picked up my monitor to take it home just in case I work from home. <laughs> so. Okay. Cool. And then I guess, um, can you give us like a broader landscape view of, um, so basically remote has become super, super popular. Uh, granted, it's sort of been forced on a lot of people because of, unfortunately, the pandemic, but it, it is a popular way of working. What makes a company stand out that does remote work? How, um, like what tips and tricks do you think that MetroStar has done? to help employees really grasp the, you know, the remote workforce uh, way of life? Actually, I think just because just by working remote, more people um, are more engaged. Um, You would think 
there was a time where you felt like if you let people work from home that they wouldn't do as much work, but the polls have shown, um, surveys have shown that you get more work now out of people being at home than you do in the office. So it's actually been really good to allow them the opportunity. Of course, because we're a government contractor, some people cannot work from home and you can, I kind of see the difference. So we have to do a little more things for them outside of the office just to keep them engaged because they're not able to have that flexibility like most employees. So that is actually going to be a follow-up question with um, how do you build a sense of community? And I guess it's a two-part question. How do you build a sense of community with remote workers? How do you build a sense of community uh, bridging the gap between remote workers and those who are on site at their client? It's been hard, and we've been pulling in the program managers to help us with that also. Because of the um, pandemic, we don't want people to feel like they're required to make these functions or to be around other people, we give you the opportunity and the option to do it if you want. But we've been doing like um, happy hours for some and just meet and greets and stuff like that and giving them swag, company swag, because apparently <laughs> that's been a big thing. <laughs> I like swag. I feel like yeah. it goes a long way. <laughs> I was gonna say it transitions us um, into the next topic, right? Like with being remote, right? You don't have the happy hours or the random lunches or snacks. Um, so how are how are we revamping benefits for 2022 going forward? Um, you mentioned swag is awesome, right? So as um, far as the benefits, um, it, it varies. It's it's a wide range that we have to work with because it depends on the person. It, every you nobody everybody is not the same somebody wants this but somebody else wants something else so we've been just trying to figure out um we're going to provide a survey to all of the employees to try to actually see what do you want instead of us giving you what we think you want but i think right now um, we need to do a lot more digging and try to figure out what we can actually do that really help the employees um get what they want granted we're not going to give everybody what they want, but we got to at least try. So. so I have a follow up question on that um, with with uh, the employee surveys. Do you have any like advice for people who might be like a little shy to answer the the surveys or like might think like like they're anonymous, but maybe they're really not anonymous <laughs> or like, you know, like do you have any. Um... Actually, it will be anonymous. We all we're going to get is the feedback. We're not who sent what, just what we want, what we really need. We need, we really need to figure out what employees are really looking for. And that is what we really want. We don't, we don't need to know who it is. We just need to know what it is. So. That's awesome. And like, I know that MetroStar does a, like a wonderful job of trying to keep it, uh, of keeping things anonymous, but you know, there is always that like, Skepticism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like, oh, can I say this? Can I not? Like, how honest can I be? Well, I actually feel that you should always be a hundred percent honest because if you are not honest, I can't get. I can't help fight for you. My job is to fight for you. I can't fight for you, and I don't know what you need. I don't know what you want. If you don't tell me, I can't help. So you got to be honest and, and don't look at it in the 
negative connotation. Just look at it as they asked the question, so I'm going to give them my true opinion. I think that's the best way to look at a survey. Provide your honest opinion, 100%. We cannot help without knowing. That's really reassuring. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she sounds just like when we do user testing and we're like, go hard on these designs. Like, we don't care, but it's the same. Like, we don't get upset when someone totally hates an idea. But it is funny being on the other side. Oh, yeah, that is so true. Someone is like, oh. It, it would be for HR, we can't take it personal. We, we don't take whatever you say personal. We just have to be professional enough to know what you're really saying um, in most cases and try to fix a benefit you guys. That's what we're here for, to try to help help make your day easier. I mean, we can't help you with your work, but at least if we give you that extra, <laughs> you'll be a little happier to do your job. So I say, yeah, go in on the survey, say exactly what you feel. Nice. Answer that with confidence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're going in next time. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure that um, as as you've kind of come back to a, just on a remote world, uh, there have been different tools that um, that you've used to kind of help bridge the gaps of like not being in person. Are there any favorites that you have, like Teams or Slack or anything that you really are like, this is a great tool that helps us, you know, build that community? Teams and Zoom. Um, we do a lot of onboarding either on Teams or on Zoom. And for the most part, I have to admit, it's been working great. I cannot complain um, far as system goes. I just wish most more of the systems were integrated a little bit better. But other than that, they work fine. So, yeah, I'm sure that's a sentiment that a lot of users yes. could say across, you know, across the board, across agencies, across um, departments, fields of study. I know that like we we found um, with uh, design that we've talked about, um, we found design has had a lot of like great tools come out recently because like remote has yeah. really forced the, you know, you can't go and do interviews in person. You can't do certain things in person. Now things are trying to open up a little bit, but with, you know, depending upon which variants around where, you know, <laughs> you might not know. So um, we've definitely found that. There's actually been like a, an increase in accessibility to um, remote tools. Yeah, remote collaboration tools. Yeah. Um, I will appreciate though when we finally stop switching what we're using. Like either from, I think Metro Star has settled in and we've been settled in. Um, we recently just went, our client is switching, um, switched who they used. Um, so we had lots of meetings of, oh, the future one needs to be in like, XYZ server. And I was like, okay, these uh, were already scheduled out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great so, point. When you switch what your whatever meeting setup type you have, you have to delete the meeting and like reset it up. And yeah, you spam a lot of people with meeting <laughs> invites. Uh, so then I guess this is something that I think has been a very hot topic um, with the workforce. Um, do what tips do you have for onboarding remotely? I, you know, I've been, you know, I've worked at Metro Star for almost two and a half years now. Mm -hmm. So when the pandemic hit, I like I knew my team well. I knew my boss as well. I knew sort of like who to 
I knew who was who, or at least knew who to ask to find out who I needed to talk to. That seems like a very intimidating like learning curve for those entering a new job remotely. Do you have tips for people on that? Well, actually, um, I know it's kind of um, an older model, but a buddy system. Having that one contact that somebody can go to, it, it helps. I mean, that con- that buddy can basically introduce that person to more people. We do. We also have the 30, 60, 90 day plan that kind of forces you to um, get out and talk to <laughs> get out and talk to people and get to meet other people that you really need to be in contact with anyway. I think that's a really good plan to actually follow through on your 30, 60 and 90 day plan. It, I know for me, it helped me, even though I had been here before, it helped me um, because some of the people that's here were not here when I was here. So it helped me get to know a lot of different people so I say definitely follow through on your 30, 60, 90 day plan. And hopefully here we can get the buddy system going in each department. That's a great technique. Mm-hmm. So of course you guys can also volunteer to be that buddy. <laughs> just start it. <laughs> if we have volunteers, it just work a lot easier because if it's something you really want to do, you're going to enjoy it and, you'll do you do a better job at it that's all so if you don't mind being that buddy that's a good thing when me telling you to be that buddy that may not be so good for you because you may not want to be that person so i was trying to come up with that process to see if it's required or you know volunteer so um with the buddy system because i was wondering if maybe there was some hesitation in um Right, kind of being a buddy could be intimidating if you've never done it before and then having to now do it remotely and maybe not knowing like what's required of me because it's a lot has to be a lot more intentional virtually than like walking by your buddy's desk and like, hey, I'm going for a coffee or like, you know, that's a lot easier and organic or at least organic things are easier to me um, than virtual is you have to have intent. Which is why it hasn't been pushed out because we have to come up with that process because it's we don't want you just, hey, I'm a Karen, just if you need anything, call me. No, I want you to make that person actually feel a part of the team and let them know within the group because different programs have different requirements and different things that they do that HR can't really tell you about. So I got to figure all of that out, but we need somebody within that group to be that buddy, because a lot of times you probably could agree with me. Your manager may or may not have that time to, you know, to focus. Whereas if that's your teammate, they may, and they're doing the same thing. It's a little easier for you to learn from them than your manager. Yeah. And it's probably like, I think of it as that would, to your point with the manager, Sometimes it's just easier to ask a colleague than like your new boss because you don't want to be that person that's like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to make a bad impression with my new boss, you know? So I I appreciate the uh, like the same level, like colleague, you know, like teammate, colleague, you know? Like I do know what you hired me to do. I just (laughs) just need to get a little started. (laughs) Just have a few questions here. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the good part though about Metro Star is you don't have to be afraid. 
you you really don't have to be afraid. If you don't know someone, you have a question, just ask. It, literally, you can ask anybody that's been here for a little while and they can direct you to where you're going to find that answer that you need. So, I mean, that that's the best part. You don't really have to be that afraid. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, I wish more people did it. Just I took that advice from somebody that was like, just like ping whoever, like who's ever been mentioned to you about whatever topic. Um, and I totally agree. At MetroStar, I can ping people out of the blue who I've never met before, like give my little brief, like, hey, blah, blah, I'm here. And then, I mean, then you can just like end up chatting with them like for weeks on end randomly. Um, but it is like, just go for it. Um, you know, and what's the worst thing on teams? They just, they ghost you on that. At least it wasn't in person. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe they never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's a great point. Like, yeah, I guess I haven't been really intimidated to, to IM anyone that's not on our project. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, there are so many people I haven't met in person. Just like, even if they were at Metro, so the same time I was, we were just on different projects and we just didn't cross paths. But on teams, I can just shoot them an IM and, yeah. you know, no, no problem. And like you said, like, if they don't answer, they don't answer. Like once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, since I've been back, I found that they really do answer. I, I had a question about my iPhone. We, I, I put, got on teams and I'm like, Hey, what, why would this happen? And he reached out and even a couple of weeks later, he's like, Hey, just checking to make sure you're okay. You know, that you don't have any more questions. So I'm like, okay, I like that. So it's still the same. It was like that before and it's still the same. I I love that part of MetroStar. So yeah. We're a friendly bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so then as we kind of like wrap up a little bit with some of our our questions that have been grilling you, um, this is no small question, but um, when you picture the future of work um, for 2022 and even beyond, remote or in-person, what do you think it looks like? I think it's going to still be a little bit of both. Um, and that's just to protect our employees. We value you guys and we don't want to bring you into a situation that's going to harm you. So it's best to take it slow and let it work out the way it works. So. We just watch the CDC and keep track of what's going on and we'll make decisions from that point. But with all of the work we get with people working from home, it's kind of valuable to keep you at home. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we have happier employees right now because they are they have the option to be at home. So it's it's more like a work life balance that they really enjoy. So, yeah, I can totally agree. We come in every once in a while yeah. to do these recordings. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I used to do this every day. Like, <laughs> I am good with a circus morning like once every couple of weeks now. <laughs> I actually come in every day. Well, Monday to Friday. Um, <laughs> and mainly because most of the times I'm here by myself or, I mean, on the first floor. It's probably me. So until it get dark, then sorry, guys, I'm a chicken. I run out. <laughs> well, it's totally understandable, especially yeah. now it's getting dark so early. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, 
First off, uh, we just wanted to thank you so much for coming on in our podcast and kind of giving us a glimpse into what 2022 is going to look like for the workforce. Um, any other? No, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, us too. And uh, so this is Mock It. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and join us next time. As always, if you're interested in learning more about how tech and government collide, visit MetroStar.com and follow us on our socials.